listening to the Naked and Known podcast, where we want to break down the fear of imperfection and find true healing through the practice of vulnerability. Hi, and welcome to Naked and Known. We're your hosts, Jossie and Tia, and we have some very special guests in addition to a crying baby. Um, <laughs> we have Taylor Thornton and Melissa Canaris with us tonight, and we're so happy to have so them. So happy. Um, so welcome. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. So yeah, we wanted just to like you guys could just maybe do like an intro of yourself or like how I kind of wanted to like reminisce on how we knew each other and all that just because Taylor and I have more funny stories. We don't yeah. need to share those though. No, <laughs> we can we can we keep it to. or we can because we can I like to hear them. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I I like stories. <laughs> I didn't grow up in this tiny tiny town you all grew up in. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> You can do an abbreviated version. Let's do yeah. abbreviated. Yeah. But let's okay. start with, yeah, just introduce yourself, who you are, um, you know, how long have you been married, how many kids? My name's Taylor Thornton, and I, um, I'm married to Mike. We've been married for about eight years, just over eight. We have four boys together, Sam, Everett, Hillis, and August, and I'm um, a nurse, work very part-time in labor and delivery. And otherwise, I stay home with those hooligans and <laughs> survive. Yeah. <laughs> Thrive, survive. Yeah. Somewhere in between. Yes. Under right. the age of, what is I it? Had four, the, I had the four of them within five years. Wow. So, yeah. Amazing. That's very special. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that takes a very special person. Yeah. And You're a strong. very Crazy? strong body. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Got to be a little weaker able-bodied now. for that. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little weaker. Now. It's I not as strong as it used to be, but we, yeah, it's all downhill after the fourth. No. True. No. Yeah. yeah, the boys had actually some. <clears throat> August was like sitting on my stomach today or yesterday, and was like lifted up my shirt and was like smushing it, no. <laughs> laughing, <laughs> laughing at me, and I was like, "Dude, you did this to me. <laughs> you and your older brothers." <laughs> I feel like Ronnie saw my belly the other day, which still sticks out quite a bit. You know, it's like still kind of in the shape of like a very small baby. And he was like, it's getting better. And I'm like, yeah. Let's hope so. That was it's some encouragement. Yeah. She could have said a lot of things. Yeah. But that was good. <laughs> and Melissa. Yeah. I'm Melissa Canaris. And I've been married to my husband, Ted, for 15 years. It'll be 15 wow. years in June. I know. Oh, my Can you believe it? My word. That's amazing. I know. It's like a big anniversary. I know. Yes. We're super excited. We just found out we're going to be in Israel for our anniversary, which what? is super exciting. Mm-hmm. Who are you going with? Um, a organization out of Grand Rapids. It's kind of a long story, but um, yeah, we just found out this weekend we're going to be able to go and we'll be there on our actual 15-year anniversary. Oh, wow. That's so amazing. Super excited about it. That's really yeah. fun. We have three boys. Um, they're 10, 7, and 4. And um, I'm also a nurse. I work um, in the pediatric ICU uh, part-time. And I'm in grad school, too, to become a nurse practitioner. Woo-hoo. So I have two more years of wow. school. Um, yeah. And my husband, Ted, is a pastor. And we planted a church two years ago in Downers Grove. And Woo-hoo. that is our very full life. Yeah. Yeah. And Taylor and I both go to that church. Mm-hmm. So that's a cool connection. But that's yeah. not the beginning for all of us. Tia, oh, no. you don't come there, but um, you should. I know. I'm on yes. the island over here. 
<laughs> Come join us Tia's in Downers Grove. Tia's going to be adding a lot of little snarky comments, though, all night. <laughs> right, guys? So. <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> she might just have to. I might um, What are you, is the nurse practitioner uh, family medicine? Is that right? Or I'm what doing were a you? family nurse family. practitioner. Okay, cool. Yeah. So that's I'll be awesome. able to do babies all the way up through geriatrics, oh, which would be really fun. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I'm excited about it. So you can share your insights with me on this child yeah. that's not cooperating right now. Yeah, you guys are like baby geniuses. I mean, you have <laughs> how to have a baby and how to keep a baby alive. Keep yeah. them alive. You know what? <laughs> Crazy. When I was pregnant with our first, I thought I was. Like, yeah. I kind of thought because oh, I, I wanted bet. it. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I've had experience in nursing and nannying sure. and et cetera. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to be amazing. <laughs> I'm the best yeah. mom Turns ever. Turns out wanting it does not mean you're good at it. <laughs> <laughs> and it was oh, a hard no. lesson to learn. Yeah. I remember he was born and I was like, this was a bad choice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not cut out for this. It's so true. I feel like you get home and all the like formal training that you yeah. had as mm-hmm. like a nurse is like out the window. Oh, really? totally. Yes. And I, I will be like, Ted, what do you think about this fever? And he'll be like, I don't know. You're a nurse. Oh, I hate when people say that. Yeah. Especially like, Steve. <laughs> but I'm a mom right now. I don't yes. know. I don't know, I know what to do. It's, yeah. It's you're, totally you don't different. have like your nurse hat on. No. Yeah. And yeah, even if you did, it's like, I don't know. Right. <laughs> it's so totally much pressure. Different. You don't know all out the everything to do in every situation either, right. you know. And you usually have like a doctor you can consult or if you need to or a coworker, like, yeah right you know but exactly. then you're at home and you're like wait who do I text I usually text what have you guys <laughs> yeah. we've had some I know, skin I know. pictures yeah Melissa I Rashes. like always bother you because I'm like she's good so, at the pink stuff should this yes exactly this <laughs> go to the ER she's like oh. do you see this on your unit do we need yeah. to go right now <laughs> yeah, emergency exactly. yeah, I know seriously <laughs> yeah you um, all three are nurses I'm like <laughs> you really are on an island you're not on an island and you're here with this us. little corner you're right, right yeah. now because <laughs> <laughs> wow okay we're gonna post well, a picture of you Violet, in you the corner just, yeah. <laughs> on Instagram you, tonight just two months ago we're just a boy mom as well so I know now yeah. you're, you're now you're I can't out. speak to this so no I'm not on this subject you're not in their club I'm anymore <laughs> I feel like with the baby though they're kind of like genderless for a while. Don't you feel like that? Oh, yeah, I mean, sure. like, yeah, you put totally. a bow on her, but like, I still think Violet looks kind of masculine in like <laughs> just girly she clothes. Looks like Ollie. like she I looks, put her in this shirt she today. Like yeah, she looks like Golly. Yeah. yeah. I put yeah. her in this like shirt with like, f- like a little frill at the top today. <laughs> I swear. I'm like, are you like one of the founding fathers? And then, like, it's just, like, not the right thing. And I'm like, okay, scratch it. <laughs> Poor Violet. Like I always, I like put something on her and I'm like, oh, that's all wrong. And I like, <laughs> she, just, she like hates being changed. Anyway, now she's in a zip up onesie and she's happy. So, um, or sleeper, whatever they're called. Anyways. Um, so I wanted to hear Enneagram numbers too. Yeah. Just for fun. Of our numbers? Yeah. I'm a nine. Uh, and how does that look in your life? <laughs> oh man. Um, so nines are the peacemakers. Um, so I ended up with a one wing. So I actually thought I was a one for a really long time. Um, I just have a lot of um, perfectionistic kind of tendencies and mm. can be really hard on myself and everybody else. Um, I think the kicker for me um, that through conversations with my mom, 
um, in terms of my motivation, she said like, well, what's your motivation? Is it to quiet that like critic, you know, the Mm. inner critic, or is it to avoid conflict? And a hundred times out of a hundred, it's to avoid conflict with the people around me. So, um, so yeah, Tama nine. Is that true in your marriage? You avoid conflict? Because I feel like sometimes it's like the opposite in marriage. Yeah. I don't know. Like I hate oh, conflict in yeah. life. But then in marriage, Steve's like, yeah. you're very conversational. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I guess I am with you. That's you know, true. So maybe it's just like a safe place. I don't know. I'm just curious for a nine, like if that looks different. Well, Ted's an eight. He, my husband's okay. an eight, which is the opposite of a nine in a lot of in a lot of ways. Um, so I yes, I know I He's a seven way. Okay. But he can go to nine too. So, um, which I think is kind of because of being married, you know, to me and uh, us working really hard um, and learning a ton from each other and growing a ton over the last 15 years, um, we have kind of grown and changed a ton. Mm -hmm. So, um, he he seeks out conflict. <laughs> it's not me though. Not me, baby. <laughs> baby Violet. I just smelled it, dealt it. Anyways. Feeling comfortable with the ladies. Yes, yes exactly. Right. Girls nice. Yeah. No shame. Uh, so yeah, so I feel um, like uh, I do avoid conflict, um, but I've been working really hard on being direct, mm-hmm. keeping a short list. Um, and just learning to it, Ted is an eight, like he not enjoys conflict, but he, Mm. it's not for me to like come up with something that I'm upset about. It takes a ton of energy and, um, I really have to feel it strongly. Mm -hmm. And for him, it's not that way. Mm. It just is kind of naturally a part of how he like approaches life and shows up, um, in relationships. So yeah, so we've worked, we've worked very hard. Yeah. That's crazy that, to yeah. have like total opposites. <laughs> yeah. He's like, conflict's great. And you're yeah. like, no. Mm, yeah. No. But I, I love it. I love it because we've we have grown and learned so much. And mm-hmm. now I go out into the world and I interact with people who are completely opposite of me. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually enjoy it. It feels really comfortable for yeah. me when I am around other eights. Um, just because cool. it feels familiar and yeah. I appreciate it. And I, mm-hmm. I just adored that about him. Um, so yeah. I'm thankful for it. That sounds really like cool. that's something that nines often admire about eights. Like my yes. parents are eight and nine. My oh. mom's a nine. My dad's an eight. So very much in their marriage. It's like there's mutual respect mm-hmm. of for like, sure. Wow. I'm not like that. And yeah. you are. And it's incredible. Like I'm yeah. grateful for that part of you. Totally. Exactly. Yeah. How about you, Tay? Um, I <clears throat> am a two. And I'm a two with, I think, a wing three. I used to think I was a wing one just because I didn't mm. kind of, um, I didn't relate to the threes, like, driven, like, success-oriented mm-hmm. mindset. Um, but I looked into my wings, like, a little bit more. I was like, oh, I must be a one wing because I'm not a three. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really think too hard about it. Yeah. And um, over the last, like, few weeks, probably, I've— been more interested in the wing aspect of it. And I think I'm actually a three wing. Mm. Um, I don't really have an inner critic. Mm. And I think that's a huge thing for ones and even yeah. people who have mm-hmm. the wing, like the a one wing. And so I was like, obviously you can be hard on yourself or be, you know, every number can be that way. Sure. Um, but I don't feel like it's something that I'm fighting often. Mm-hmm. So I think I might be a three. They're they're three, two week and threes are a little bit more like social, mm-hmm. um, image conscious, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, so I think I think I'm a three wing, but cool. I'm definitely a two. Um, very embarrassed about it for 
a while. I I felt Mm. like when you see the hard like weaknesses of your number, it's Mm -hmm. like you feel like there's Mm -hmm. some like a spotlight on you when you're reading about it and you're like, I'm disgusted by myself. Um, And I think recently I've been much more interested in the Enneagram in general, like not Mm -hmm. just my number or Mike's number. Mm Um, What's Mike, like, by the way? He's a three. Okay. He's a three, four. Okay. Um, so we are in that like heart feeling triad. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think he wow. is actually. I don't know. We're still up in the air on the, <laughs> the strength of the wing. It might be both. I think both. he's a three, yeah. too. I, so do I, but he's… He's always he's helping. Sure. You can go either way, though. I mean, but you, you can, can yeah. to either yeah. side and so you can that draw might be, from those yeah. Yeah. So it just might be, yeah, different times it comes out different. Mm-hmm. But anyways. So… um. I'm like loving the Enneagram these days, enjoying mm-hmm. it so much more. Um, and I feel like, so I was reading in a book yesterday, actually, about twos and how in in their midlife, they really start to realize that they're a two mm. and they realize that your tendencies are like, you can't do it anymore. And you kind of like reach this exhausted point. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I can't live like this anymore. I can't yeah. do this anymore. I'm kind of on empty. And I've, over the last like year and a half or so, I've kind of found myself in that place because mm-hmm. I've actually, I'm like, I'm a two, but I, sometimes I don't feel like I'm a two. Like mm-hmm. I don't, yeah. I don't feel like I relate to those. Like, I just want to help yeah. right. at the expense. Cause I'm like, I think I'm just kind of like fed up. Totally. Yeah. And well, you're not, maturing. And yeah. It, and it's you know, yeah. the good version of it. Probably yes. Now. And I think there's, there's the just, it's just part of the growing. Yeah. It's part yeah. of the yeah. growing and the changing with life in general and age. And totally. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It's crazy. I love the Enneagram. Yeah. I love it for, it's not just a way to talk about yourself. It's a way to like yeah. really grow. Yeah. And understand those around you like you guys yes. are saying. That's cool. Lots of healing and relationships. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. It gives you so much grace, I think, for the people around you to understand like, yeah. oh, you're showing up this way because of, you know, yeah. Yeah. whatever. Yeah. And it's yeah. so helpful, I for think. For sure. Too. I told, yeah. I was reading in The Road Back to You and it said, it said something about the, the story of Mary and Martha and how Martha… <laughs> was tired and fed up and it said hell hath no fury like a like an unappreciated overworked two uh, and I told Mike I was like just so you know it's because I'm a two <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you ever feel my uh-huh. fury it's just how God wired me yeah, yeah. I can't help it okay no. I'm gonna work on that yeah but but this is why this is why I explain it to you yeah totally I know Steve read the six one in that in that book and he was just like wow that's literally you on beats paper and I was like yes it is so but I do get that like whole focusing on the bad is kind of easier almost like when you like when when someone asks me oh what does a six mean I'm like oh they're really fearful and then it's like oh but there's also like a lot of positive things about it yeah right like right what about you Tia I'm a one okay I'm a one nine so we're Mm, opposites yes yeah but it's, I mean, it's kind of this, the same thing. You're always looking at, like, what can I fix about myself? Mm-hmm. That's literally what, mm-hmm. it's, like, never ending. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty exhausting. Yes. But it's also, like, I get a lot of things done. I'm, like, I don't, I, I guess I'm self-motivated <clears throat> with certain things, but, um, like, my work. But mm-hmm. otherwise, I'm probably not very self-motivated. <laughs> I have to like really pump myself up. But sometimes I think I lean more towards the nine mm-hmm. at times. Like I wonder, I don't know. I guess it's certain seasons if I'm yeah. like stronger in my wing or or not. Because I, when I like relax, I relax. Like 
when she can we, nap anytime, anywhere. Yeah. Check <laughs> out kind of. Yeah. I'm out. just gone. But like when we were home with our families for Christmas, all I did was just want to lay around and do absolutely nothing. And Robbie's like, let's go do this and that. And I'm like, no. This is what I do. You're like seven. Yeah. Be quiet. Get away from me. I'm on a break. I know, but it's weird for him to see me like chill out. But oh, when yeah. I chill out, it's like you're really I chill. Really chill. Out. Yeah, like totally. I'm like lazy, and I <laughs> really lazy. So that's but, good for you sometimes. Though. Yeah, probably necessary. That. Yeah, yeah, but it's like there's never a middle ground. It's yes. either, either I'm like. Zero percent or a hundred and ten percent. That's funny. So, I feel the same way yeah. too. Like, well, I'll um, have trouble transitioning. I don't yeah. have like a middle ground. It's either like I'm crazy or yeah, I don't want to leave. <laughs> but I think the healthy part would be to find that middle ground, mm-hmm. like how to balance it. And I, I haven't figured that out. So <laughs> me either. I just turned thirty, <laughs> I think so you I guess I have some time. <laughs> So young. I'm just happy belated birthday to you. Happy birthday. It's 30, 30 flirty and thriving. I still have time (laughs) to figure this life out. Mm -hmm. So, So, all right. So, we let's see. We know each other by a few things. Well, you may have different stories. I don't know when you met them. Honestly, I've pretty much met everybody through you. (laughs) Oh, perfect. I think. Um, No, I'm sure. I don't know. Yeah, you might have met him through church. Well, we all kind of were at church together before Mm -hmm. at our last church, too. Um, Yeah, but Taylor and I dated the same person in high school. So that that was... (laughs) I did not know she dated that person. There might have been like a teeny bit of overlap, but it's cool. (laughs) I didn't know. I didn't know, I promise. It's getting heated in here. But you know what? I'm hot. This is why I don't wear a sweater when I... am warm right now. (laughs) But you know what? All was well after I was sleeping in Jossie's dorm with her roommate. Who was a mutual friend. Yeah. And I, in the middle of the night, I'm like, um... Jossie? It was like the lights were out and it was yeah. super quiet in there. And she's like, we had just like turned hey. off the lights. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like feeling eaten up about that oh. prior situation years before. Yeah, years totally. Before. It was like two or four, three yeah. years before probably. <laughs> and I was just like, Jossie, I just want you to know, like, I didn't know. And I didn't ever want to like hurt you or, or be in the middle of something. And I was yeah. like, I'm just, I'm so sorry, but forgive me or whatever I said. I don't know. (laughs) And I was like, I totally played it off. Like, yeah, totally. You know, I don't know what I said. I know I said, yeah, of course, or whatever. But I did, that did mean a lot to me. But I did, I never blamed you. Don't worry. (laughs) Anyways, that's our first story. That's our first story. I I saw Jossie when I was 16 at Starbucks one time. Oh, no. That's that's my first interaction, but it didn't. Yeah, that's so. A couple of years later, that yeah, we actually, spoke. yeah, yeah, and became friends. Yeah. So then, it, um, like after college, right, was when then we had like reconnected at mm-hmm. our old church, and then like our now husbands lived together for a while. So that was kind of like the whole like we were dating them at the same time and yeah. stuff. So Aww, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, then, it's fun. We have a long yeah, like history. nursing school overlapped mm-hmm. and all that. So we were at the same school. Anyways, yeah, wow. we have a long history. There is so a long history. now yeah. I was, I didn't even think of all that stuff before. But anyways, yeah. So we have a lot. But Melissa, oh yes, yeah. So I think I 
did I first meet you at Ecclesia? It must have been at Ecclesia. Okay. That's where we got to know Steve. So that was like then... our young adults group. <clears throat> yeah. So mm-hmm. Melissa was like there when we went. <laughs> well, her and her husband led our our mission trip to Peru. Peru. Yeah, that's where you guys fell in love, right? Or, well, yeah, so Steve was <laughs> sick. in love. Oh, but you were sick. So, no, Steve got sick. Oh, Steve oh got are sick. you talking about that kind of sick? Oh, yeah. yeah that's like, an important part of the story. Yeah. So, I was like having a secret relationship with my husband because I wasn't what? sure. I wasn't sure about the whole thing. Like, not, I mean, secret love. <laughs> With Steve? Like with Steve. Like I wasn't like open about it with all our friends because we had all these friends and like I was kind of, I think that I had gone on a couple dates with a couple of our friends and then it like, I didn't, I wasn't that interested in like pursuing it. And then I got this rap that I'm like leading everybody on. So I was like, with this situation, I'm like, I'm not going to do that again. You know? So I was like super hesitant and I'm like, I don't even know if I have feeling for him or not or whatever. We were close friends. So anyways, we went to Peru and it was like, kind of had like the freedom to like explore that idea, except that my sister was there. Yes, she was. (laughs) And like, she saw us holding hands for the first time and she was like, what is going on? And I was like, I don't Katie. So, um, but she, I mean, yeah, she was like lovingly trying to figure out what was going yeah. on. But, um, yeah. So Melissa was there for that whole trip. Obviously she was leading the trip. Hey, and like, me. I just remember you being, I remember like me saying like, I just don't really know if I like him or something. And you were like, why? Like you were like, didn't understand. Cause I was kind of like pursuing it, but I still was so unsure. And you were like, Hmm, that's interesting. Like <laughs> he seems like a really great guy. I don't really understand. And I'm like, I don't know. I would just have issues or whatever. But then Steve got sick. Yes. And then Melissa was sick. like the one who was like, you need to bring him his Gatorade. <laughs> Which I think was not good advice because then oh, I was oh. the one. No, then I was the one to smell what was going Ooh. on. <laughs> That's, you got to know those smells yeah. before you really get yeah. into it. Yeah. That is like Gosh. true love. Mm-hmm. If you can bring the Gatorade, smell yeah, the smells exactly. and you're still in. Smell the smells. It's <laughs> like smells. true love. And it still works. So I guess you're right. You really See, brought us together advice. at the deeper yeah, levels. It was good advice. Smells. <laughs> smells. Oh, oh my goodness. But anyways, fun to reminisce. Love, <laughs> love always happens on mission trips. It, it does. does seem to. Mean, yeah. It's like your Special context. Yeah. It's almost like you can like reinvent yourself in a way. Not that you're like pretending to be somebody else, but just like, okay, what if I wasn't in these like norms that are you know my social norms around me and like my friend group or whatever and it kind of I don't know they did that for me at least but I don't think it always works out when people get together on missions no oh no Usually you want end in marriage, friendship. But, yeah. I feel like yeah. Steve was talking to Ted. You were talking yeah, to me. Totally. We were talking to each other. I'm talking like, to you. would be great together. Yeah, so you we and were Sarah Moe were like my people. Who yeah. Are, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I never even thought about that. You and Ted were probably oh, scheming yeah. the whole We were like, time. they would be awesome. We like them a lot. Let's make it happen. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Ted gave Sue the advice like, just kiss her on the rooftop tonight. <laughs> I'm sure he did. <laughs> they Go were like, it. he's the bastard leading this trip. <laughs> <laughs> that's our Ted though we love it oh, that's <laughs> so awesome. funny well we were like you guys would be amazing yeah, together no, totally. we wanted it to happen yeah that's, that's good and it did <laughs> and it so, did and it did and now and here did. we are naked and known um and Steve 
is doing this podcast. Yep. It's amazing. Full Hi, circle. Um, Full circle. <laughs> <laughs> you will be editing. Um, but anyways, okay. So we want to talk to you guys about raising boys because you are like the experts yes. to us. <laughs> I don't know about experts. Um, I'm shaking my head if anyone. So, yeah, <laughs> no, you can't see. Taylor's like, <laughs> yeah, deer in the headlights. Um, so, so Melissa, you have three boys. Three Tell boys. me their ages again. Josh is ten. Okay, and then I Paul is seven, and mm-hmm. Elijah's four and a half. Okay, so a little bit older than Taylor's kids, but mm-hmm. not that much. Actually, there's like overlap, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, and then Taylor, how old are your kids? Sam is six, six and a half. Everett is five. Ellis is three and August is 18 months. So great. And they all are just beautiful children. Beautiful. I love all your kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. anyway, so tell me like, what are some crazy things that have happened or what's like the craziest oh memory that you have? <laughs> I've heard some I, crazy ones about Elijah. Particularly. Oh, I know. I, was like, <laughs> I have some about my youngest for sure. <laughs> he is wild. He, um, he's my youngest. He's four and a half and uh he we were like maybe we'll have four kids and he was you know kind of the one where we were like nah, no no I think we're done yeah. he just is like so full of he just has a big personality he like loves really big he's like super loving and he's also has like very strong opinions about mm. what he wants to do and um the first time we uh he was 18 months old. We had a Super Bowl party, had a bunch of friends and families over. Um, I, we were hosting, so I was distracted and assuming that, you know, he was with the rest of the kids. <laughs> well, we got a ding dong on our door Whoa. and our neighbor was holding him and was like, is this your child <gasps> to Ted? He had no. like gotten out of the house and oh, was like, you know, word. on the sidewalk oh, in front of our house. 18 months. 18 months. <laughs> After that, <laughs> got, we bought a, a wanderer for his crib. Yeah. Yes. 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 We <laughs> totally had a wanderer. Oh my gosh. We had to put a tent <laughs> on his crib because he had climbed out like a monkey in the middle of the night, like pitch black, 4 a.m., knocking on our door. Um, like how long has he been up? I don't know. He silently has like gotten out of his crib and been like uh-huh. doing whatever 18 month olds do in <laughs> oh the house. My in the it's not like I need, I don't want him to bother me. It's like, no, I'm, a, it was I'm a worried for your issue. safety. Right. It was a safety totally. issue. Yeah. Like there, we have, we cook food. So there's knives. Yes. <laughs> there's totally. right. a stove. Totally. Yeah, yeah. He's probably a climber too. I he mean, was totally a climber. He's climbing out. So yeah. Oh yes, he could goodness. get to like anything. Didn't yes. he climb across the stove? He did climb across <gasps> the stove. It was off. It was off. But he, we had this like toy chest and he had gotten up and over this like little half wall in our kitchen. And I turned around and he was like halfway like the Sasquatch, like turn and look at me like <laughs> across the, like our gas stove, just climbing across it. So he is confident, super independent, (laughs) like amazing, amazing child. But he is Uh like been kept me on my toes since yeah. the day oh, he was I'm born. Sure. <laughs> he closed the shop. Yes, he did. Yeah. I love him so much. But I was like, all right, they would be unsafe for us to have another human being to take care of in this house. It was amazing. Full. Yeah. Do you yeah. feel like every family kind of has one of those only like usually there's not yeah. like a whole family of wild children <laughs> I don't know I told that myself that because I think Oliver has a similar personality sure. and or similar tendencies at yeah. least <laughs> and so I was like there's no chance we could have like 
another one the same, right? I like, and then, know. but yeah. Steve and I were so hesitant. We waited for years because yeah. we were like, we just don't. We can't, can't do it again. Can't feel too sure. Sure. You know, so we gave it three and a half years. So this one was, well, came along. <laughs> Violet is yet to be determined. And she, yeah, but she's pretty chill. I is think she? a lot mm-hmm. of things are determined by like, the time they get to this age. I don't know. That's how I feel. Yeah. Because like tell. by this time, yeah, it was like a lot of like screaming from Oliver. Yeah, sure. <laughs> she yes. doesn't do as much. I mean, you guys heard the worst of it tonight, but she's tired. It doesn't get now that she's bad. Yeah. <laughs> now she's passed out for yeah, now. I think, we'll I think it's more like hindsight. You're like, oh yeah, we're exactly like Right. Like exactly. Yeah. Like, not I that you about- can anticipate exactly what they'll be like, but yeah. Right. Exactly. But it's, you're like, oh no wonder you're like this uh-huh. now. Like you were like this when right. you were two months exactly. old. Exactly. That's yeah. yeah, that sheds a lot of light on it yeah. when they're actually older. So how about you? I was thinking about stories of the boys um that are just like that show their boyness. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. and I so recently, within like the last I don't know, probably six months this happened. Um I was in our playroom. We have like a small little playroom in our, the front of our house. And usually I make the boys clean it up. It is like, like crying and gnashing of teeth when I ask them to clean up their toys. <laughs> oh yeah. But mm-hmm. I usually enforce it and I usually make them do it. But sometimes I'm like, I just don't want to fight today. Like I just don't want mm-hmm. to hear it. So I'm just going to do it myself. <laughs> so that's what I was doing. I was cleaning up the playroom and, um, I took the liberty to then go through some of the toys and I'll be like, I'm going to toss some of these things, get like these little pieces out. We don't know what those belong to. And so we have like um, several little baskets, but we have one larger basket. We have like some big toys in it. So I was going through those toys and I was like, why is everything sticky? Like mm. everything has like a stick to it. <laughs> and I was like, I I was like, I don't know what this would be because I don't really buy, um, I don't like to drink juice. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't ever buy it for the boys. Like I just don't, we just never have it in it's our like, house. like, what's the point of it? Yeah. Right. I'm Except like, I don't like it. Make them crazy. Right. I'm like, <laughs> I'll, I'll drink other things mm-hmm. that are not good. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I just don't like juice. So anyways, I'm like, this wouldn't be juice unless mm-hmm. it was like a Chick-fil-A juice box or something. Right. And I was like, I can't be juice. So I'm like thinking, thinking, thinking what this could be. And I'm like taking it and I'm smelling it because it kind of oh, no. smelled like stale, what rotten apple juice. But I was like, that's not, can't be apple oh, juice. And so I go, oh. and I'm like, and I, so I keep smelling it oh, and we're looking at all these trying toys. trying to imagine what it's going to be licking. Did you like it? No, I did not. I think it's licking. Then I started not that licking it. <laughs> she was, had to know she, what it was. She, she yeah. knows better than to lick the <laughs> no, sticky substance from, it. Yeah. from the toy room yeah. with all these boys. So I, I like, I know. So I keep smelling it. And I was like, this is urine. Like no. this is oh. urine. So Sam and Everett, I like call them in there. I go, boys, get over here. <laughs> and I was like, why is there pee on all these toys? And they just look at me and they go, we peed in our toy basket. <gasps> And I was like, like no, they were like wild. on purpose, on like, purpose. They're like potty train after potty train. Oh my gosh, they're on five purpose. and they're oh six now and five and six. This yes. just happened recently. Yes. Okay, oh, like this oh, wasn't sure the timeline. Oh yeah, they they are potty train. No accidents <laughs> in this house. 
And I was like, it's like they're wild animals marking their territory. It's like, (laughs) or they just do it for like, for fun. fun. They probably, they probably had a good idea. Someone had like a good idea. And so I told my mom this. I like, so I made them clean them. I threw some stuff away. I was just furious. I was just like, oh "Oh my gosh, why? Why? I texted my mom and I was like telling her about this. And she's like, girls would never do this. Like they would just be totally disgusted. (laughs) <laughs> or like, and immediately, like if they saw their brother being like, they're about to pee, they'd come mm-hmm. running to be like, they're right, right. Toys. <laughs> yeah. Where like, instead of the two boys getting together, it's like they're, they become they- dumber. <laughs> they're like more Dumb and animalistic <laughs> as yeah. they get together. <laughs> and I was like, I, my mom's like, that would have never happened in our house. Cause we, I come from three girls and one boy. So, um, anyways, I, they did that to their toys. I was so furious, told them how furious wow. I was. They, they, they felt my wrath. Um, yeah. but they like, they ended up doing it again. No, about no. two weeks what? later in their big Lego bin. Yeah. No. Like tiny. Did like, you throw? I would just have thrown away. I mean, I, you probably don't want to because it's probably no, so much money. Legos are you expensive. Gotta wash the Legos. <laughs> I know. So what oh, I ended I up doing? Story about Legos. Okay. I was so ahead. angry. I was so angry. I was probably like, what's happening again? I ended up buying um like laundry zip bags and I threw them all in there. I ended up washing them in the washing machine. That's a good idea. And like soaking them in there. And I wish. I think I bleached them too. Like with the. Because I was like, I can't throw them in the Gross. laundry bin. Like they're tiny Legos. Oh yeah. So, anyways, that's a good idea with the laundry. It was okay. like <laughs> that's what I've like realized is having boys and like uh-huh. having interacting, yes. like seeing these things come about is like <laughs> they don't really get smarter as their brains come together. They get like it's, I don't, I don't want to say dumber, but it is a little like they become more. Like animals. Yeah. yeah. You know, like well, they're going to their like, yeah. like yeah. they're edgy, like probably telling each they're other, yeah, oh, yeah, this totally. is amazing. Yeah. yeah. What a good idea. They each like, other on for sure. A girl yeah. would be like, that's gross, you know? Yeah. Or admit, I mean, obviously like, girls can be funny. crazy too. And yeah. No, I'm totally. not naive to that, <laughs> but. Anyways, it's, yeah. Oh my, so wait, fluids are a thing for boys. That is so true. Yeah. What, so is spitting? Did they get in trouble after that? a lot. Yeah, spitting. You got in trouble for spitting in the bath, like drinking bath water and spitting. Because yeah. it's just nasty. Oh, it's and I so mean, gross. yeah. Did they like get in trouble again or what did they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they did. I don't <laughs> even know what I, I don't even know what I did or like how I disciplined them. Were you but... like, it's kind of funny, like you're kind of laughing about it or were you just mad? No. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> so I, there I are some things that are like, there are some <laughs> things that are super funny. Like the boys recently, they got an Alexa for Christmas, which. <laughs> It's fun for them. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And it's fun for us. Like, it's totally upped our kitchen dance party game, like, major, which is really fun. Um, But they were, like, I walked into the kitchen, and they're like, Alexa, play butt cheeks, butt cheeks, butt cheeks. There is a song called Butt Cheeks, Butt Cheeks, (laughs) Butt Cheeks. Yeah. Yeah. Did they know know that? When they said no, it? No, they were just oh. like, let's see what Alexa can come up with if I say like naughty, naughty, naughty you know, words. air quotes, naughty words. <laughs> potty talk. No Not, potty yeah. talk. Potty talk. Oh I my say gosh. that 4,000 times a day. Yeah. No potty no talk. No potty talk. Yeah. Keep your penis in your pants. Oh, oh yes. totally. Yeah. yeah. In public. I've always loved to run around naked all the time. Yeah, lots of time. words and that you would never. Everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Outside, I feel like inside. they actually, like, like me and actually, me and Mike were talking about this too. Instead of like, I have to, we're inside, like playing, <laughs> life is happening in, inside of our house. We're not outside. 
they have to go and they have like run outside and like peed off the deck. Like that's their choice of bathroom <laughs> yeah, right. besides the toilet and indoor <laughs> totally. plumbing that we have. But right. Like, and it's like just knowing your house, like the bathroom is is like right, right next to the next deck. To the deck. <laughs> yes, <laughs> our back door, like literally. Like, but it's so much more fun to launch it off the right. deck. Yeah. They to can like see how far it goes yeah. and all that. Oh, and I gosh. think like going back <laughs> to the whole too. Going back to the whole peeing on their toys, peeing in the Legos. I think it was like, I just want to see what it looks like. To like, totally. What's going to happen? It was probably kind of anticlimactic because it just, yeah. Because then they just just got in trouble. (laughs) It's funny to me too that they like kind of had each other's back and like nobody told you about it. Oh, for sure. But they also totally, they confess like no yeah, yeah. About, like mm. confessing. Yeah. It's like, yeah. why does this have pee on it? But like, they did we it, again. On it. Uh, We just did that. Know. That's yeah, the that crazy is, part. That's, uh, <laughs> they don't learn from their mistakes is another thing about boys. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's had, true. Uh, the first night we put um, Josh and Paul in bunk beds. I We've had two like bunking together. Josh has his own room now. He's my oldest. He's 10. He started getting like, why are you in my thing? So we've, we've since switched it. But the first night, they were probably five and three. We put them in bunk beds, made a big deal out of it, yeah. you know, turned the lights off, shut the door, and all we hear is penis, 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 <laughs> penis. They were like chanting penis in what? the room. We recorded it. Ted was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I'm so happy this <laughs> so is happening. I still have the recording on my phone. It is <laughs> so we should funny. play that at the yeah, end. They were we like, should play that at the I end. Should, I'll pull it up. Oh my gosh. It was so funny. Oh, that is awesome. And they know there's a video now. And they they always ask what they, what they were saying. What yeah. were we saying in it? We haven't told them. Oh my we're like, word. It's inappropriate. It's inappropriate <laughs> and we'll never show you. But we literally like put them in a room together and they were like, you know, chanting penis. Chanting, like immediately. Like, we got two in here at now. five and three. I know. It was so funny. I love that. It's so sweet. Bunk beds are the best. Also oh, kind of scary. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of jumping off yeah. the tap. Yeah. A lot of that. Yeah. Oh man. We're trying to set up ground rules. We just got bunk beds. So it's it's a little rough. <laughs> there. Is Ronnie on top or is yeah. Uh, yeah. so far? Yeah. The old Molly's got a little like dino tent on the bottom just for fun not one that I have to zip it you don't zip it in it <laughs> but that might have happened another time um that's oh, so I funny oh I passed that tent along I've had other friends be like uh, I asked you for that tent yeah, remember yeah. I was like, like sorry I already it? gave it away yeah, yeah right somebody else needed it I need that <laughs> Um, so did you, what did, did you guys feel like you were going to be boy mom or do, like, at what point did you feel like I'm a boy mom now? Was there like some kind of like initiation kind initiation, of feeling yeah. or was it just like <laughs> once you had them all, you were like, okay, you know, but I feel, I just feel like there's some certain characteristics of boy moms, you know, like you have to kind of just be laid back about yeah. things and you have to kind of just be like, okay with the bodily fluids and that kind mm-hmm. of thing. I don't know. Like, did you, do you feel like you've changed because of having boys or did you see yourself like this before? Yeah. I, so to go back to your first question, I don't, I really didn't see myself having all boys. I didn't Mm -hmm. really know very many families who had all of one gender. Like there was a lot of families Mm -hmm. that I babysat for friends. Like they had multiple gender genders. And I was like, that's just kind of like what happens when you have kids. Like you get both. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I came from a family that had both genders. So I was like, that's kind of probably what will happen to us. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And I also, growing up, I nannied a lot, like all through high school, all through college, even after college when I went back to nursing school, um, I nannied. And the majority of the children that I watched were girls. Mm -hmm. And if there was a boy, it was like one boy, but then they had like two or three sisters. So I, in my, I, I don't know, I think about the Lord a lot and I think about what he's doing and I think about like how he's preparing thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe God is like preparing me to have girls. Like, cause I'm like, mm. what? Like I'm experiencing girls and I'm like taking care of them. Little did I know he was like, get your hair fixes in get your like dressing <laughs> these girls. Get it all. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Because like, this is not your future. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, wow. So it was funny. Cause I really did. I was like, Oh, maybe I'll just have like, maybe I'm going to have girls. Like that was exciting. Yeah. And when I had Sam, when I had our first one, I was like, I bet he'll, maybe he'll be my, my only boy. Cause I still felt like I was going to have girls. Yeah. Um, I wasn't like, I want girls. I'm desperate for girls. I just was like, I bet, I just feel totally. like that might be what God's plan is for me because of whatever I thought, you know, I don't know. You don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely didn't see myself having all boys. And I think the time where I was like, I think I'm a boy mom is <laughs> when I had our third, mm. um, I felt like that third Three's a one, lot of boys. What'd you say? Three's a lot of boys. Three's yeah. a lot of boys. And I and I felt like <laughs> even if I have a girl later on, like we had always liked the idea of having four. So mm-hmm. I said, God willing, if we go on to have another, like, you know, I'm like, I still feel like three boys, like kind of gives you that stamp of like mm-hmm. the boy mom stamp. Yeah. Um, and like, even if we have a girl, she's going to kind of have to tag along with her brothers. Mm-hmm. So um, I think I really felt like that with, with Ellis after we had our third. Mm-hmm. And then with August, when he, we didn't know what he was. We didn't know if he was a boy or girl. And I loved the idea of having a girl, but I really actually loved the idea of having another boy even more so. Um, mm. I didn't necessarily like, I didn't not want a girl. I was, I would have been happily, mm-hmm. like I would have happily taken right. a daughter, but I just kind of felt like, you know what? Like we're doing this boy thing. Let's just do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Um, so I've like loved that God had this like, and I always say to my patients too, cause I'm, like I said, a labor and delivery nurse. I'm like, whatever you get is exactly what you're supposed to get. Like mm-hmm. you are, go- you are supposed to be this, the mom to these children, mm-hmm. boys, girls, a mix of each, like mm-hmm. you're supposed to have what you're supposed to have. Yeah. So I was just like, for some reason, God has me having mm-hmm. all boys and, and not just, I need boys or Mike mm-hmm. needs boys. Like they need each other. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I think about them as brothers mm-hmm. too a lot. I'm like, you guys so have each special. other. Yeah. And totally. one thing I, I, I feel like I try to brainwash them a little bit, um, <laughs> or just like speak these truths into them because I'm close with my siblings and I just adore them and mm-hmm. have close relationships with them mm-hmm. that I'm like, as I talk to them, I'm like, you guys, like, what do brothers mean? They're like best friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I go, yes, brothers means best friends. And I go, and, and I keep, t- I always tell them like, isn't it amazing that like you guys get to live in the same house as your best friends? Like this is Aww, amazing. Yeah. And, um, it's so sweet. Just because I want to instill like that, that, like you guys have each other mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. for whatever reason, like God gave you guys each other. Like mm-hmm, it's not mm-hmm. just me in this equation or Mike or like it's you guys too. And for whatever mm. reason, like God have, has you guys for each other. So mm-hmm. I think I've kind of adopted that view as I've realized that he's like giving us, he's given us four sons mm-hmm. and I love it. And it's exciting. And I think it's, I don't know, there's not that many families that are, you know, just boy or 
just girl. And mm-hmm. it's true. It's really special. Um, yeah. It's a it's a mm-hmm. it's an exciting, loud, wonderful, yeah. crazy <laughs> as much as you can imagine, crazy and wonderful and loud life. Yeah. So right. yeah. I love that. How about you, Melissa? Did you see yourself um, as a boy mom? I don't know what I saw myself as before, but I do remember when we found out we were having Josh. Um, I was so excited. Mm-hmm. I just was like super duper excited. And um, I remember Ted being like, you know, uh, we're going to have some broken bones and, you know, kind of preparing me <laughs> a little you? bit. Yes. Yes, we have. <laughs> <laughs> we have had some broken bones. Um, but I just, I've, I've, oh, I just have loved it from mm. the second, you know, we found out that Josh was a boy. Um, and I just, I feel like the same as Taylor. I think, I was super excited about having Josh. And then when we were pregnant again, I really wanted it to be a boy Mm -hmm. just for them to have brothers, you know? Um, And then the third one, again, I just, I really wanted it to be another boy. Mm -hmm. I, I have just, I have enjoyed every minute of it and it's crazy. And, um, but I just, I think it's fun. I've enjoyed like the sports. I, Mm -hmm. I am not athletic myself, (laughs) Um, (laughs) but I love, you know, watching football with them and I love mm-hmm. going to watch them play. And I love all the outdoor stuff. Like Ted, um, is a hunter and fisherman and loves the outdoors. And so he's kind of created this space where he takes them fishing and they go hunting and mm-hmm. then, you know, they do all this stuff outside, which is so good for boys. Um, and I just think they're funny. Like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I just, where they're like peeing in the Legos and chanting <laughs> penis. And I don't know. I just think it's funny. Like, get, like I get a kick out of it. Yeah, for sure. Um, probably too <laughs> much. So penis. I'm like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> I mean, when our, when my boys were singing butt cheeks, butt cheeks, butt cheeks, I was for sure taping them yes, and laughing. Yes, exactly. You're like, and being like this funny. is hysterical. <laughs> Talking about spreading the butt cheeks and poop to come out. Oh I was like, that's gosh. funny. <laughs> yes, I know. It's ridiculous. So funny though. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I love it. I don't, I wouldn't want it any other way. Not that again, like, mm-hmm. you know, not that I wouldn't have loved having a daughter too, but, um, I really enjoy being a boy mom. I love That's them. Awesome. Yeah. That just made me think of, um, we had like a potential nanny combined <laughs> for the first time. Hopefully and Ollie, she doesn't listen. Ollie came out <laughs> and he was holding, we have like these little, um, you know, those like exercise, not Exercise balls, like stress stress balls balls that you hold in your hand. We have like these little poop emoji ones, Mm -hmm. and I was holding it between his legs, and he's like, (laughs) and I'm like, oh my goodness, this is like a potential babysitter nanny or whatever. I'm like, this is great. This is normal life. It's real life. You gotta, they gotta know real life. Cool, but yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. Do you guys think that boys and girls are different as children, and how so? I mean, you've named a lot of the boy things. Like, do you feel like it's different between like your friends who have girls, like how they are yes. as children? Okay. What are like some differences <laughs> you see? Um, like the way they play? Or- oh, yeah. I mean, it is constant touching and wrestling and fighting, moving. jumping, yelling. Yeah. The moving. It's moving. constant moving. <gasps> and it's loud. They're mm-hmm. just loud, loud, loud all they the play time. Loud. They play loud. All the yeah. sounds that they make. Yes. There's no. Mm-hmm. Mike and I were on vacation this this past summer with our family, and we were at the beach, and there was like a perfect. These kids were older, but it was like a great example of how. Um, and I guess I want to preface this with like I know girls could be crazy, yeah. and mm-hmm. I know 
boys can be chill and like there's personality that Mm -hmm. is also to take into account. So, but there were three girls and one boy and the boy was like running around throwing football, like to to himself, like catching Mm -hmm. it. And like the three (laughs) girls were like sitting on the beach, like reading. Uh (laughs) Like they were probably between nine and 16. Yeah. But the girls were just like sitting there reading the boy, like would not stop moving. Like, (laughs) you know? Yeah. And so I think that's just, yeah. The plane is a really big thing where I'm Mm -hmm. like, it is just constantly loud. Mm -hmm. They're constantly moving. There's no sitting down and playing with food. No, no kitchen. Like, let's read books and play with dolls quietly. Mm -hmm. It's like, here's some food. And then they're going to start like checking in at each other or turning it into something that's like, you know. My boys will play with superheroes, but it is, it's all fighting and it's like all over the house. And yeah, you know, it's not like nice playing like right. <laughs> they don't stay in like one no. little area. That's what if they're heard. all yes. over it's the house. Like, yes. They're here, they're there, yeah. they're everybody. It's like, ah, yes. But yes, so sure. I'm like trying to fight the urge to always be like, stop, stop, slow down. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause that's how I am I'm just like let's all be quiet yeah, and nice and whatever time. because I need to like think straight but it's it's like I have to keep telling myself this is just what normal. it is and it's normal and yeah. it's the way they are right. and that's a beautiful way to be too you know mm-hmm. so yeah. do you feel like it's hard to like talk feelings with them at all like as a po- you know just this is like a stereotype but mm-hmm. I'm just wondering like are, do you feel like they're they're kind of like, mom, I don't want to talk about it. Or <laughs> what are they like with emoji? Because usually little girls, you feel like they're, they'll come crying and mm-hmm. they'll want to talk about it all. Yeah, want to talk about it all. I feel like my boys talk pretty freely about their emotions. They're different. They're all three very different mm-hmm. in the way that they process and show up and um, the way it looks for each of them. Mm-hmm. I have one who's significantly more emotional than the other two. Um, and so we work really hard to kind of give him language for it mm-hmm. and help him process how he's feeling. And um, I, it's interesting because, you know, Ted and I, like I said earlier, are different in the way we show up and approach life. Mm-hmm. Um, so we really have to like lean into each other. I feel like um, for each of our kids, because some of us, we connect more easily with Mm-hmm. You know, ones, some than others, um, just because our personalities are different and their personalities are mm-hmm. so different. Um, so we have to work, I think, really hard to um, help them process. Like some some of them, I feel like, like my middle and I can process feelings better than Ted can with him. And whereas I feel like my older one processes more easily with Ted sometimes than he does with me, mm-hmm. which is kind of interesting. Gotcha. Um, but I do, I do feel like they, I feel like they do express their emotions. Um, and we do kind of try, we try Mm -hmm. to anyways, like help them process, you know? Yeah. I think, um, I feel similarly about that. I think that personality might play a bigger role in that area Mm -hmm. than gender. Mm -hmm. Um, because I too have some boys who are like much more in touch with their feelings, can name those things, mm. feel comfortable talking about it. And then I have at least one I know who um, does not feel comfortable or mm-hmm. at least doesn't feel comfortable in like normal settings. Like most of the time it's like at nighttime where he'll open up to me and talk to mm-hmm. me about stuff. And 
I really try to, when I put him to bed, like try to make a space for him to talk. Sometimes it can make bedtime a little drawn out mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. as he's like un- unleashing feelings or, mm-hmm. or thoughts. Um, but one time a little like quick story about how my one son who he's it's Sam who's my oldest he's the one who kind of is um less open with his feelings like he's just Mm. he's he's more of that like I guess stereotypical what you'd think Mm -hmm. a boy would be um expressing his emotions and he said something to me we were I was just like I don't know it wasn't nothing serious but it was just a like oh I love you buddy Blah, 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 you know, whatever we were saying. And he reciprocated. And then he was like, had this like weird, disgusted look on his face. I was like, what, what's the matter? Like, are you okay? Mm-hmm. He goes, oh, that made me like, that made my stomach hurt. And I go, it made your stomach hurt. Why? He goes, that made me feel like I was a girl. And it was Aww. like, I dipped into my emotions and my feelings and expressed them. Mm-hmm. And it felt foreign. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, this is going to be a thing for you. Like, Mm -hmm. this is always going to be a thing for you. Mm -hmm. And I do feel like he has a little Mm -hmm. bit of a better time with Mike, Mm -hmm. um, talking through some of those Mm -hmm. feelings Mm -hmm. like in the moment, but it's at nighttime where he can like, Mm -hmm. yeah, he can look at me and we can talk through things. And like, there's a safe space for him to like express his emotions or talk about it. So when he said that he was probably like when he wow. said that. he was young. Wow, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was probably like two years ago that he did that. And I was like, this is going to be something that like we have to like really work with you on and like teach you and walk right. with you and guide you because this is doesn't come natural and doesn't make you feel yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Um, and boys have all the same emotions as girls, you know, yeah. they just maybe aren't expressing them the same way. So right. that's the thing. And they, you know, it's crazy that he at four years old would feel like that's like a girly thing to do. And I think that's how a lot of our boys grow up these Mm -hmm. days, you know, like feeling like, well, we don't talk about feelings. We don't do, you know, we don't cry at this or that. You're supposed to like buck up and be Mm -hmm. a man. And that's, I was really like curious. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I was really curious why he like picked that to say, Mm because we've never like, I always when they are like upset or feel if they feel hurt or get physically hurt, I'm like, it's okay to cry about this. Like it hurts Mm -hmm. and it's okay to like feel upset about it. I really, I don't try to be like, and Mike is the same way. He doesn't, you know, kind of shame, shame them into, you know, hiding their feelings. Um, it was really just this like innate, how God, how God wired him. I think, I think as he's like grown, um, and I don't want to like label him, but I think he's very, very similar to Mike. And I think he might be a three on the Enneagram. And he mm-hmm. like threes have like a harder time expressing their emotions and feelings and like talking about those. So I'm like, that might be just part of his personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Are there things that like, kind of going into that, are there things you both are afraid of, like, or you have fears about with raising boys? Like, even if it's now or for the future of things they're going to face or struggle with. Um, I don't know. I just feel like, who is that? Oh, I was just at the roadies and I was, uh, Lennon was like on FaceTime and I just said, what a weird like upbringing. Right. Time like, to live. Yeah. yeah. Grow up. It's like, yeah. you know, she was like FaceTiming her cousin, you know, but it was like, what? I mean, 
that's so different from mm-hmm. how we were raised. And mm-hmm. it's only going to get more and more uh, intense with social media and stuff. But what are some things mm. you guys have maybe, maybe, you, I don't know, maybe you haven't, but experienced those things yet, but. Well, totally. I feel like, um, you know, you project out, you know, what you're seeing now is like for my kids, 10, seven and four, and you can see the things, the patterns, you yeah. know, that you kind of see in your kids or you're like, Ooh, we do kind of, kind of routinely struggle in this area, or mm. I see a pattern of responding in a certain way or showing up a certain way. And, um, so it is, it's hard. And for me being like a nine wing mm. one, I'm like, I can see, right. This is a problem. <laughs> We've got to fix this, mm-hmm. you know, and Ted is like so good for me in that he'll just be like, it's okay. It's okay. That's how he is, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and some of it's okay. And some of it we need to, we need, you know, you, mm-hmm. you work on, you help them grow. And um, there was a phrase a friend said the other day where they talk about how like helpful hard and hurtful hard and how to like figure out with your kids, how to push them into things that are helpful that are hard mm. and not things that are hurtful and hard mm. um, and just helping them learn to grow. So anyways, all that to say, I feel like when you project out, you know, as a 10, seven or four year old kind of, I don't know what you think they could be struggling with. It, mm-hmm. I don't know. It makes me feel like anxious oh, and I'm totally. like we gotta fix it you know this yeah. is a big responsibility yeah. and I want to teach them you know how to be productive like helpful you know mm-hmm. human beings or leaders and lights and who follow Jesus mm-hmm. you know I'm like desperately if you know af- not afraid I don't know that I should operate out of fear but you know you just desperately want them to like follow the Lord and to you know just be good men yeah you mm-hmm. know Um, And it's easy, I think, sometimes for me to feel like everything I do and say and everything I, every way that I respond has weight for eternal weight, you know, and that's like, I can see that, uh, yeah, you know, I don't know, it's, I don't always live in that like existential, like, ah, you know, place, (laughs) but um, if we're, you know, if we're, you know, Mm -hmm. being naked and kind of talking about what our fears are, I think, you know, you just want to do a a good job. I want them to feel loved. I want them to know how much God loves them. And I want them to, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. be the best versions of themselves. Mm-hmm. And it feels like a big job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think definitely those, like I, I echo your thoughts and your feelings on those things. And I think at least with, um, our oldest, like how I kind of talked, uh, I've talked about him more so maybe just cause he's older and he's maturing. I mean, he's six and a half. He's not mature, but <laughs> he's, you know, he's, coming into his own self. He's kind of like declaring who he is these days. Mm -hmm. And like, he's less of a like little boy and he's becoming a kid. And, Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that I've like, I, I feel like I was, and I was telling this to Mike, I guess, to just like segue just one second. Um, I feel like parenting in general, um, is like walking a tightrope and I'm like constantly slipping. (laughs) Mm. on either side and I can't quite keep the balance of like this perfect Mm. like this is I'm saying the right things or I'm doing the right things reacting the right way um and so it's like very hard for me to figure out how to encourage them Mm -hmm. without being um too too encouraging Mm. too encouraging but also like not I don't want to be negative like so Mm. Sam who's six is has this, like, like I was saying, this three tendency, like very, he's already feeling like these strong feelings of inadequacy, Mm. um, that he's, 
he's shown us those things in multiple ways. And so one time he said to me, they were, they had like him and Everett had made this like big Lego thing. And Sam goes, mom, did you, I was like putting him to bed, which is when he usually like opens up and like wants to talk or wants Mm -hmm. to like hear certain things from me. Um, he goes, mom, did you see that Lego city that we built? And it was like a Mm. cops and robbers kind of a like battle. Yeah. <laughs> like scene of all these Lego guys. And um, I was like, yeah, I did, buddy. I loved it. It was so cool. Like it was so great. Mm. And he goes, but like, were you impressed by me? Mm. And I was like, Sweet. okay. Oh I was like, that is like where your heart is. Like, it is not like, I loved it, bud. Like it was mm-hmm. great. He was like, no, I need you to be like impressed. Mm-hmm. Like I totally. like, and that I feel mm-hmm. like is the heart of a, like a, a man, like mm-hmm. a, someone who wants mm-hmm. to like, like, I want to be the hero here yeah. and I want you to like be impressed by me. And I was just like, I need to, like my language, I think needs to be different mm. with like, I need mm-hmm. to be more intentional with my, with my language, with all of you, especially you. Um, but I also, I'm like, but I don't want to be like, you need to impress me. You need to be cool. You need no, to like, yeah. I don't want to, it's mm. like this constant, mm-hmm. like, okay, then I'm going to say these things, but I also don't want you to think I'm not impressed mm-hmm. when, right. when you don't, don't do those things right. or yeah. you don't perform this way. So mm-hmm. it's just like, and I think that goes for parenting in general, whether yeah. you have boys or girls. It was one of those things where I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm constantly afraid of like what I'm yeah. going to say to mess you up or swing you too far to either side. Mm. Um and so that's just been something that I've like recently in totally. recent weeks have had to like think about, especially with our oldest, just because yeah. I think he's, like I said, he's getting older. His age is it. starting think, to become, yeah. you know, he's a little older. I think that's huge with, okay. So I actually, this is awesome because I wanted to bring this up because I was listening to this podcast. Um, it's like the, have you heard of the Intentional Parents mm-hmm. podcast? Yeah, you, you listened to that? Yeah, you introduced oh, okay. me to oh, okay, it. It's awesome. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you listen to the boy ones? No, yeah. Mike did. Okay. okay. Mike's like, oh, Tay, you got to like listen to this it's podcast. So it's yeah. so great. I was like, I told you about that. <laughs> so, yeah, you're like, don't you love <laughs> Oh my goodness. Steve does <laughs> that to so me. That's so annoying. I'm like, yeah. give me credit. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you totally did. I know. But if they listen to an episode before you, then I had not refer you back. I like started at the very beginning <laughs> no and so credit. I didn't yeah. listen to that boy one. Totally. Mike has mentioned to me that it's he, so good. he's like, you need to listen to it. It's amazing. It's exactly so. that. And it's like, so basically like using language that's more like, I like respect you and, and like mm-hmm. honor, you're like an honorable man. And like those kind of terms instead of like, I love you. Cause it's like so easy as a mom. And it like, needs to come from the mom is like the idea that Mm -hmm. they talk about. It's like Emerson Egrich has a lot of those ideas and he's, he's on the podcast for a couple episodes. Um, but it just blew my mind. Cause I'm like, I don't do that. I'm always mm-hmm. like, you know, if I like lash out or something at one of the boys, then I'm always like, I'm sorry. I love you. You know? And it's like, that's like, not, that means nothing to like, me. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> literally what he says. He's like, they know you love them. They're right. not worried about your love. Sure. They're worried about like, do you respect them? Do you see them? Like, mm. so, and one of the examples he gives is like a lot of boys like don't necessarily want 
mom to like play with them. They just want mom to watch like, mom, mm-hmm. watch this, watch this. And like, and That's I'm like, so oh true. my goodness, yeah. they yeah. want my eye contact like all the time when they're yes. doing something like, no, look at me. They're do like, this. no, watch this. Yeah. He jumps like, off here and you're like, oh my gosh, this is gonna like, if, like, you take your, if you take your eyes off for a minute, like that's how Oliver is at least like, yeah. he'll be like, he'll be no, like, starts no, 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 look, look, it mom, look, over. look. Actually, they both do that. Yeah, I should. It's like, I can think of examples for both of them, but it's so interesting because I'm like, that is exactly my experience Mm -hmm. and that like gives words to it and helps me to actually have like a framework behind it like that's what they're looking for from Mm -hmm. me and like the mother-son relationship is like super special in that like there are things that only you can really give them Mm -hmm. and I think sometimes I need to know that at least because I'm like Steve's so like such a bro with them and they like get along and they wrestle and they do all their boy things Mm -hmm. but then like they're still looking for, you know, for me to be a participant, but it might just look different. Totally. I think there is a sense of like with boys that of, um, you know, there's something about men where you're productive and you're um, like, Mm -hmm. there is a sense where I do think they need that like sense of, um, making their way in the world and being productive, becoming an expert at something, Mm. you know, making the world a better place. Um, I think that's why sports is such a big thing for them. Um, and I think, uh, just learning how to help them, um, I think know that they're like loved and valued outside mm-hmm. of performance, mm. especially has been something that Ted and I have, um, tried to focus on. Um, even just this today, we went to a basketball game. Josh was on this little travel team. He's my oldest and he lost and he was super bummed because it was against like their rivals they were Mm. and crying and um and so I just I like pulled him aside and was just like this is not your athletic ability is not the core of who you are and I want you to know that like Mm -hmm. right here you know you're a canaris and you're a child of God those are the two things we are always telling our boys and like nothing changes that Mm -hmm. you could rob the bank you can win the Super Bowl Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter like Mm -hmm. the rest of it not that it doesn't matter, but it's right. not who mm-hmm. you are. You can right. be a criminal. And, yeah. <laughs> right. That's please totally don't, cool. Please don't. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, right. I'm good with that. No, just kidding. Right. Yeah. No, it's like just it does matter. It matters yeah. to them. They totally. need to know that it's yeah. their that like, worth yeah. is not tied totally. up in their performance. Mm-hmm. And I think too, like I mentioned before, you know, Ted has been really intentional about, he loves to do these things, but I have as like watching them and just like enjoying their relationship and their um, just going out into nature and mm-hmm. like duck hunting and learning how to fish. And we fished for sharks this summer and we went, you know, and we doing all these things outside and that kind of activity where they're side by side doing something outside where it's like an adventure mm-hmm. and they have to be, you know, learn how to like kind of be tough and like be resilient. And, um, but it has nothing to do with performance. It's not mm-hmm. sports. It's not winning and losing. There's no com- competition really with it other than mm-hmm. just that like challenge and that kind of side by side learning, growing, we're doing mm-hmm. something with our hands and our bodies together. Um, that I just, I feel like is going to be, like air for my boys as they like Mm -hmm. grow up in this world where it's just is going to demand so much from them in terms of performance you Mm know um so I think it is I think you know it's it's important to kind of um speak to it and acknowledge Mm -hmm. it and but also to kind of you know I think affirm them outside of you know performing Um, the other thing I thought of too, when you were talking about the tightrope, when I was in counseling a few years ago, I felt like, again, as like a nine one, 
I'm walking, I'm constantly walking a tightrope. I'm constantly like trying to like get everything just right. Um, and she really helped me by being like, let's not think of it as a tightrope. Let's try to think of it as like a sidewalk or even a driveway, you know, like, <laughs> you know, there so are a wiggle no, room. It's yeah. a rope. There's <laughs> a lot more wiggle room than anything, <laughs> which was super yeah, helpful really for me. Good. And I do, I literally have to remind myself of that sometimes when I'm feeling like sidewalk, I am on a tightrope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're on a driveway. It's okay. We can, we can operate between these like boundaries that yeah. are like not, it's Just not like you're on perfection. one line. Right. Exactly. There's like totally a lot of grace. And I think God is so good to like, you know, my mom will tell me, she's like, I felt like these things that I just felt horrible about, or I thought would be Mm -hmm. like, whatever, you guys don't even remember them. Mm -hmm. She's like, I'm not bringing them up now, but nobody seems to remember. Yeah. It's never uh, come up in a story. Yeah. (laughs) So I just, you know, I think there's more grace than that. You know, we give ourselves Mm -hmm. credit for. Yeah. 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 So I, another thought was just like the eye contact thing. Cause like this came up on that podcast mm-hmm. too. I don't, you didn't hear this one yet, but, um, he talks about how like little boys like don't like eye contact. Do you guys notice that? But <laughs> I feel like I'm always like, and probably I'm doing it at like a confrontational time. So maybe it's just like intimidating to them or whatever, but it'll be like, look at my eyes, look at my eyes, you know, cause I'm like trying to communicate something and I feel like they just, they're, they're not listening or whatever. Yeah. They're distracted. But, um, he says, you know, like men do like shoulder to shoulder more than like face to face eye contact. Yeah. Cause there was some study that was done and they put like two, like people who are close to each other, like best friends, like two men in a room, two girls in a room, all different ages, boys, girls, whatever, um, women. And like every time the men always sat shoulder to shoulder looking straight ahead, but still talking about like deep, intimate, like feelings and such. And girls would also have like those deep, intimate talks, but always face each other. And that just helps me to like, cause his point was kind of like, you don't need him to like, look at you, you know, if that's how he Mm. wants to do it, that's fine. We don't need to hold him, but like, still you can communicate. Um, and another thing was the whole like feelings talk, like we were talking about before. It's like, um, if you're, if you're present with them, the feelings usually like will eventually come out. Mm -hmm. Like I was saying with like, watch me, mom, watch me or whatever. Mm -hmm. If you watch and you're just there, like they, you may not even think they notice that you're there, but they do. Um, And like in the, once you're present with them, they start to feel more comfortable and just like open up. And I think I've seen that even with my kids, just like if I'm like hounding them with questions, what happened at school? Who'd you play with? What'd you do? You know, like, cause I'm trying to just like relate to them. And like, I talk, talk, talk to relate. And that's not really how they relate. They're like, just like be with me. And then they kind of like warm (laughs) up and then they just say things like, Oh, so this person did this today. And you're like, Oh, Okay. And then you're like, you oh, have an in or whatever. Yeah. But I feel like if yeah. you're, if you're the one trying to initiate all the time, yeah. it kind of like sometimes can like close that door. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have noticed that at all, or if that's true, you know, true of all boys, maybe not, but. Yeah. I feel like, um, I, I also feel like none of our boys are teenagers yet. So I think there is some yet to come where we're going to struggle a little bit more to get information oh, yeah, out of my sure. kids. You know, as little kids, I, <laughs> I already feel like yeah. <laughs> acting like it kindergarten. I know. <laughs> well, I, yeah, even like my 10 year old, I'm like, Oh my gosh, she's like starting to act like a teenager sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I feel like he opens up more with my husband than he does with me. And you know, mm-hmm. I, 
they, I was saying with the side to side, my husband had the, the talk with my oldest, you know, a couple months ago and he did it in the car when he was like in the back seat, lights were out. They had just spent the day together. They had gone hunting and then, um, and kind of just, you know, went through, you know, all the stuff, all the things. (laughs) (laughs) And he said it was like so great. And I, you know, I'm sure he did a wonderful job and, um, you know, Josh was like, thank you for telling me and um, had Aww. really good appropriate questions. Aww. But it was just sweet, good. you know, because yeah. it was like he had, you know, intentionally kind of set it up like that. Whereas I would have been like, let's sit down across the table yeah. from each other yeah. and, yeah. Eat, and like, I want you to look in my eyes. Which is probably, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> oh, like, like, mom, this is so no. embarrassing. And like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> have you guys found, I mean, I mean, uh, he's 10, mm-hmm. but like at school, are you finding they're coming home and being like the, like their friends are talking about certain things like or would they that say they might have seen or I don't know. Yeah. Like, is that happening already at that age? Um, like sexual kind of thing? Yeah. Um, Ted has like, Ted has talked to him about it more than I have. I yeah. haven't, he and I have not had those um, right, kind yeah. of conversations. He said, even before they had this talk a couple months ago, he'd like floated out there every once in a while. And um, it doesn't seem like there's a ton happening. That's good. Um, my oldest is very, he's a very guarded though. And mm-hmm. he doesn't necessarily um, like want to hang with the kids for better or worse who are like, cooler, kind of more mature. Mm. He kind of stays away, um, which has been kind of an interesting dynamic for us because I, being a nine, can go to three and I tend to kind of see all the dynamics Mm. and in some sense want him to connect with kids who are, you know, going out and having fun. And like, that was always my MO, like in school was like, I could like see where everybody fell Mm -hmm. and I would kind of try and gravitate towards you know, kids who are maybe cooler than that, which for better yeah. or worse, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been interesting to watch him have boundaries and um, kind of know what he needs and stick to him. Um, he had a friend the other day who called and um, this cute little kid and he wanted him to come out and he was like, no, I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> like hung up. <laughs> I was like, what is wrong with you? That's like that. at nine. I'm like, he's never going to call you again. Yeah, you know, like, like yeah. you his feelings. <laughs> so rude. And so it's been an interesting dynamic yeah. for us. Cause like I guess I said, we, we, he and I are different. Um, but I also deeply respected the fact that he was like, uh-huh. I, he's introverted. He's like, I want to be home. I don't want to go out. I, he has like not swayed at all by, you know, mm-hmm. those dynamics or, you know, things. And he just does what he does. And, doesn't seem to be bothered by it, which I love because it always deeply bothered me when I wasn't, you know, included in things or whatever. Um, So, yeah. So I think there's, I think there is some of it. I remember when we switched from a private Christian school to the public school, they learned the, you know, swear words pretty quickly. Oh, no. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. How'd you address that? That's a good question. (laughs) I say um, that it's against our family rules. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's kind of how we, yeah. Like that's what's, that's not, that's not like it's against our family rules. And they seem to, they seem to agree and they're like, okay, it's against our family rules. It's against them. We can't do it. We haven't had a lot of pushback on it either. It was almost like, um, you know, we just were like, what you say says something about you. So the way you Mm -hmm. communicate, Mm -hmm. the words you use Mm -hmm. communicate something about you. 
Um, and if you don't hear mom and dad saying those words, then, mm-hmm. you know, you shouldn't be using them either. But we can still be friends with people who, you know, maybe yeah. use different words than we would use um, with wisdom, you know, mm-hmm. and discernment. But um, it doesn't mean they're, you know, bad people. That was kind of the mm-hmm. conversation we were having, at mm-hmm. least initially with Josh coming from a Christian school to a public school. And then all these you know, his yeah. little buddies are like using words that he's like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, you know, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's kind of just how we yeah. approached it too. But it is, I, they're still pretty little. I don't know yeah. that if you've had any experience with, you know, coming across things that they shouldn't. No, not really yet. I think I'm sure. And like, that's one of the, my, that's a big fear of like having boys. And yeah. that was actually back when I didn't have children mm-hmm. and thought about having children, I was nervous for boys and yeah. that part of it, like mm-hmm. just the sexual purity and, and figuring out how to like, they're going to be boys. Like God wired them a certain way. Mm-hmm. And like, it's supposed to happen. Like, I mean, even, um, <laughs> my kids, I'll just tell this funny story. They were in the bathtub. One of them was on the toilet going Number two. <laughs> and always great time when there's like a steamy, steamy bathroom, like going number two. I'm like, just Gross. humidity and feeling real clean. Poop smell. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, of course, right now. So anyways. Relaxed. Yes. Yes. So he was like sitting in the toilet and um, one of my other sons like looked at him and goes, oh, your penis moved. And he goes, Yeah. He goes, that usually only happens when I see big girls. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> like, like not like large yeah. women, just like adults. Got like, a very it was like, particular I taste. I, he's going to die already. <laughs> oh, boy. Like, so <laughs> I, maybe this isn't appropriate to say on here, but I just feel like there are, they're little boys and they're just, they're, they're boys and they're mm-hmm. wired a certain way. And he wasn't, it wasn't any, he doesn't, he's not having sexual thoughts. Right. And having this happen. Like he mm-hmm. just was like, I saw something and I liked it. Mm-hmm. And I, and something happened in my body and I had no control over it. Yeah. And I didn't even know what it was. And he, he, if he knew if, if something was weird or he wouldn't be saying this in front of his mother right, or his right. brothers in like so nonchalantly. Yeah. But I was like, I think it's good though that he's yeah, saying, yeah, I think like so too. You don't want to shame, you know? yeah. yeah, yes, exactly. There's no shaming you. How right. how God built your body, like right. it's supposed that's supposed to happen. Yeah. yeah, that's how God made you. And so I just said to him, I was like, yeah, buddy. Sometimes that happens. Like I and and we didn't go into it because I wasn't mm-hmm. gonna delve deeper or ask questions right. because mm-hmm. he's a little boy right and he doesn't know what's happening mm-hmm. it was just like this like random comment I was like okay yeah sometimes that happens buddy okay f- are you done can I like but like those moments I'm like oh my gosh like this is how God wired you and I know that we live in a world where there's so much access to mm-hmm. these things and how do I protect you um how do I protect you and how mm-hmm. do I like give you self-control how do I teach you like Mm self-control and I'm like I need obviously like we're not there yet um in the like 12 13 year old Mm -hmm. age where the things start really flowing um but I know like I need to be I need to get prepared like now Mm -hmm. I need to really like be 
praying, researching, Mm -hmm. talking Mm -hmm. to God, being like, you need to like prepare our words and our hearts and their hearts for Mm -hmm. like this big, big subject because yeah, that's a huge, that's a, that's a big worry of mine as a mom of boys. Of course. Because I know it's going to be something that. Especially the access mm -hmm. they have nowadays. Yeah. It's like constant. Have you guys heard of that book? Did I tell you about that? The good pictures, bad pictures. I feel like we Mm-mm. had that. Maybe, maybe that was before. Yeah, you Anyways, just got it. Like a that's year a good. Ago. Yeah, that's a really good resource. I don't know if you guys want to look into it. There's yeah. like a junior version. It's like an just like an intro to porn kind of thing. It's mm. not like not intro like here. This, this is, is what, what it looks like. Enjoy. Here's a picture. Here's a picture. No, um, but it just talks about like these are good pictures. These are bad pictures. This is what we do if we see like mm-hmm. a picture with someone without their clothes on. And like these are the mm-hmm. tools that you use. Like you can stop, like cover your eyes. There's like different. I don't know. They have like this whole thing. Like this is what you do. Yeah. Um. You turn. You. I don't know. I can't remember it exactly because we haven't read it in you a little tell while. But mom, tell, tell and tell like dad. a trusted adult and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And it's like. I don't know. I feel like it it made me feel a little bit better because I have those same fears, you know, just to know that like I can give them some tools. So like when something comes up, because you can't prevent something from ever coming up. It's everywhere. It starts so young. Young now. Yeah. Eight or nine. Mm -hmm. And that's, yeah, like appalling. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like there are even tools for like if you've seen something like horrible you know like that you never would have wanted them to see at that age or whatever because you know there's some things that it's like you see a billboard or something Mm -hmm. and maybe that did Mm -hmm. something that's awakening something or whatever not you know again that's like innocent and whatever but it's like your friend is introducing you to something Mm -hmm. or you happen upon some you know somebody's magazine or computer or whatever or even going to the mall it's like yeah yeah like I mean all that stuff yeah but I mean um, but it kind of, it just like makes you feel more comfortable that they, they have those tools so that they're kind of taking responsibility for mm-hmm. it too. Cause I feel so much of like a burden for it of like, are they going to tell me what will they think? Right. What will they know? How will they process, you know? Mm-hmm. So this is like a tool to just like preliminarily have them like know what to do. And like, if they do see something horrible, like I said, there's even tools for like, how do you manage that? Like, if you can't get a picture out of your head, this is like something that you can like walk through with your kid or whatever. If they can't, if they, if they want to like forget something, but they can't, or they're having trouble forgetting it or whatever. And it's kind of like replacing that picture with like something else. Mm -hmm. And they have this whole way to do it. But anyways, so that could be a good tool. But again, it's like, yeah. It's just a starting place. And mm-hmm. I think like the most important thing is like having that open communication that you guys yeah. seem to have, you know, yeah, the initial one. And then just like, hopefully your son now feels, you know, Melissa, that he can go to your husband now with that. Yeah, totally. And like, I have some more questions that yeah. came up or someone said this word at school. I don't know yeah. what that means. And now it's like, yeah, he has, he has him as a resource for that. Totally. And he doesn't yeah. feel like embarrassed by asking yeah. him because yeah. they've already talked about a hard mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, it was it. I think Ted's done a good job of doing like just that pre work of like talking and like like I said, the kind of like floating things out there about like, do boys in your class ever, you know? And he'll kind of, you know, talk about girls or mm-hmm. you know look at pictures or anything like that. And he's, you know, so far for him, anyways, it's been no. But mm-hmm. I think um, I know like he's fourth grade. I think fifth, sixth grade is generally when everybody starts getting cell phones. So mm. that's kind of I think coming down the line yeah you know but and they don't I don't 
we have we'll we'll probably set up some like Wi-Fi thing in our house and stuff too. Yeah. Um, especially once, you know, he gets a phone. Totally. Yeah. I think on our phones, you know, they play on our phones occasionally, but we've like said no to YouTube. You know, there's like a lot of yeah, things that we've just. YouTube's, yeah. That's their favorite thing. Why is that? Their favorite? My, My kids gosh. love YouTube. So we had to like take it there's off no the whole screen of our TV because <laughs> otherwise they like in the morning just go find things. And I'm like, I can't, I don't even know how to put like controls on YouTube. Like we yeah. have yeah. it on the other stuff, but after a, a few one scare where they like <laughs> turned on some like dirty cartoon and we were like <gasps> you know when yeah, we came yes. down so we were like okay now's the time we're I guess done. that we- how long have you been watching <laughs> yes yeah exactly <laughs> erase your memory they got, yeah right they got like I don't think they were rem- like they understood anything mm-hmm. that was happening but yeah. still we were like <laughs> so anyways yeah can never be too careful no, <laughs> yeah, definitely but yeah it's like you have to learn to build that trust too with them. And I think that's the big thing as they get older, I'm sure. And I don't even know what that looks like. Cause it's like, <laughs> yeah, I think too, like trusting their discernment. Like I mm-hmm. said, I feel like, especially as my oldest, I've just been learning to like trust his own little like heart and gut. And when he's like, no, I don't want to go to this or no, I don't want to do that. Or I don't want to mm-hmm. go to this person's house. Um, I have just been learning to like trust his Mm -hmm. discernment in that, you know? Yeah. Um, And just like honoring that too. Because I don't know all that goes on, you know? That probably feels to him like honor too, you know? Like we were Mm -hmm. talking about with the language that you use and all that. It's like, okay, my mom respects me and respects my wishes or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. I'm just dying to know how the rest of your Sabbath went, Taylor. Oh, you, you did it? <laughs> yes, oh. we did it. We are implementing Sabbath. And it's nice. going a um, little bit of a rough start as we are <laughs> trying to it's not easy figure to out yeah. the rules mm-hmm. <laughs> of our Sabbath. Um, I I didn't know they were going to be as strict as I... <laughs> I thought they were going to be a little more lenient. and um, <laughs> So there was a little bit of fighting involved and... But it was good. I mean, I felt like we were, it was, you know, it was, it was a heart rough at first. It turned into a good night. Had another kind of rougher morning, but then it turned out good. Yeah. Um, And it was like, I'm just really excited to really like focus on rest. My husband has been like very um, convicted about rest and Mm -hmm. just in like our life being like, we need to focus on rest, like, and not just say like, we're going to rest today, but like actually be super intentional and plan for it. And I think mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing. When one of my, when, when Mike had initially like months ago talked about like, we need to rest Taylor. Like, why are like, we need to take today to just like, just sit down. I was like, me sitting down and you sitting down just means that I the have more work tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask. I'm like, how does that look? But you can yeah. finish. But I'm- yeah. So like Mike has been reading these um, couple of John Mark Comer's books, mm-hmm. um, The Fru- Ruthless Elimination of Hurry and then Garden City. And um, one of the things that I felt like, oh, this is like perfect. This actually will make me feel like I can rest is like, when you look at Sabbath, you can't just look at it as like, we're going to take today off. We're going to rest today. It's like, you don't 
you have to plan for it. Like mm-hmm. you don't show up on Christmas morning with nothing planned for mm-hmm. like your meals or your day. You don't show up for fourth of, a 4th of July. Like we're having a 4th of July party mm-hmm. at our house and like 4th of July comes and you're like, not ready, not ready it. for it. Like you, you hustle and bustle for the first, like for the day or two before mm-hmm. getting food ready, cleaning your house, like making it presentable, making it ready for this event. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you have to take Sabbath that same way. So we, Friday afternoon, Mike, so Mike sends me a schedule every, every week. Cause it's mm-hmm. varying as a real estate agent. He like varies every week. So one of the things that has like been helpful for our marriage really <laughs> is like, he sends me his schedule. So I'm like, if you're working late one day, that's totally fine. But you can't text me at three and like, be like, Oh, I'm working till eight tonight. And I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, as long as I'm prepared for it, yeah. then like, need the mental preparation. Like, I right. need some mental preparation. Need to like, know I'm that I'm alone dinner. with yes. children still. In bedtime, <laughs> but alone. So um, anyways, he had said like, on when he sent me a schedule this past week, he was like, Friday from three to six, I'll come and help prepare for Sabbath. So it was mm-hmm. like, he came home. I was able to run out, do a couple errands, like get some groceries. And, you know, I picked up dinner for us and, we had paper, pl- I mean, had paper plates and like things that we weren't going to be doing a bunch of dishes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I had to put w- a clothes away. So like he stayed with the boys while I like got all the clothes put away and folded mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So it was like, wow, if I can, if we can, if we take Sabbath seriously and prepare for it, like we prepare for other things and like, then we could actually, we could do this. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it actually is totally. good. And then he took a couple hours in the afternoon to like read alone. And mm-hmm. I took a couple hours after that to be by myself and so have nice. alone time. And it was really good. Was what really did the good. kids do? Yeah, that was my question. So, I was like, I feel like it sounds like, yes. what do I do then for 24 yeah. hours? I yeah. know. Like, well, that was like, I know. So it was, um, cause I didn't realize we weren't going to be able to watch TV. <laughs> I didn't know that was part of the, the plan. Um, so I was like, what? <laughs> Not TV. So who made the rule? Like this who makes punishment. rules? So don't be mad at me, Mike, when you listen to this. No. Uh, <laughs> Mike makes the rules. No. <laughs> Mike, Mike does not so make, authoritarian. Mike does, yeah, no. no, Mike does not make the rules. He doesn't make the rules, but he, um, <laughs> he's the one who's been like super convicted of this. And okay. so he's kind of the one who's taken charge. Like he's sure. the one who's like, that's Leading great. the pack, which is so good and, and wonderful. Mm-hmm. And I respect that. And, um, I know like he has our family's best interest and he's like, I want to like prioritize us and our family and like being present and like not getting through this life in just like a mess and just mm-hmm. feeling miserable all the time. So he's oh, like, cool. I want this for our family. So, yeah. um, but there was just some like miscommunication that we didn't like get to talk through. So I mm-hmm. felt like I was like, what? <laughs> like in the dark about something. So many questions can come up like throughout the day. Cause right. you're like, wait, am I allowed to do this? Am I yeah, allowed yeah. to, you know, yeah. and like one of you has one idea and the other has the other. And you're like, oh, so then I don't know. Right. It can, it can get a little so dicey. I'm there. sure there's going to be, I'm, and I'm sure this is going to be a thing that we, every week, cause things, It'll, weeks look different. Seasons look different. Yeah. You know, with kids and ages and, and activities and, and just the change of the seasons, like summertime is going to look different than our winter time. Mm-hmm. So, um, he didn't have set rules, but we did not do TV <laughs> or electronics for 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And our boys were actually like really amazing with it. Like we just, and we, we want to prepare them for it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. We didn't do as much like family pre- preparation as we had 
as my kid like kind of wanted to. We'll probably do that next week, but mm-hmm. um, like sit down, pray for our Sabbath, like talk a little bit more about like why we're doing this and why mm-hmm. it's important to us and what we want to do on it. But it was like, we said that like, no guys, we're just going to like not do TV. Like what we played games mm-hmm. um, over Christmas. We ended up getting like a couple of really fun games that we played at yeah. my in-laws house and it was super fun. And so I like bought those and mm-hmm. we played we drew, like we sat on the couch and read while they built trains and did mm-hmm. stuff. Like you guys play in your room. We listened to like, I think we, we eventually turned on music at the end. Mike was like, uh, so what's like, your thoughts on music? I was like, <laughs> I think background music's okay. Um, <laughs> so we listened to some R&B while we played games. It's yeah, nice. just fun. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So anyway, it was, it was like, Good. And like the morning, that's what I always like our boys wake up pretty early. So I'm like, oh yeah. my gosh, like 6 30 a.m. Yeah. And they're like banging trucks together. I'm yeah. like, oh, this is a long morning. Like, can we just like put on a show for an hour or two right. and just like chill, drink our coffee in peace? But um they did good. Good. They did that's good. Awesome. I'm sure. I'm sure there'll be times sure. there'll be other days Ups and other downs. Sabbaths where yeah. we're like, oh my gosh, why did we make this rule? But yeah. Mm-hmm. It was good. So and there good. was really like hardly any pushback. That's awesome. Yeah. Yay. So good. the boys well, did they awesome. probably loved having your attention yeah. too yeah. for a lot of it. You oh, know, for like sure. uninterrupted. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, my son has told me, my three-year-old has told me before, mama, put away your phone, put down your phone. And I'm like, yeah. oh no. Like, like he sees it, yes. you know. He sees it. So they, yeah, they're yeah, like, "Mom, after like you're done too. looking at your phone, yeah. can you come help me with this?" I was like, "I'm the worst mother." I know. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I think it was like, no, we're just like we're together as a family. Like this mm-hmm. is all like this is what we're doing tonight. Yeah. So like, did you feel like stressed about not having it at no. all, or was it like, yeah, I really didn't. I, I feel really like didn't. if I prepare ahead of time and like. I send out whatever messages I need to or like attend to my business, you know, yes. then like I turn it off and I'm like, we're good. Sweet. Like and if everyone- Tia knows that I'm going to have my phone off and yeah. then like somebody in my parents' house knows, then I'm like, okay, I'm cool. <laughs> like Nobody yeah. else should do me. I don't know. Like just right. like the people close to you that you're like, they, as long as they're like cool with me being off, not that they're cool with it, but that they know. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, okay, I'm good. And I like, I don't know. I feel like it's so freeing too. Mm-hmm. Did you feel like you wanted to turn it back on? What I don't know. I'm just like curious what other people's yeah. take on it is. Um, yeah, I don't know. I felt like I, I didn't really think too much about it. I wasn't mm-hmm. like, I don't ever want to look at my phone again. Yeah. But I wasn't like, give me it to me. Like right. I want to <laughs> check up on my email or my right. text messages. Sabbath is over. Give me my- right. <laughs> um, but like, it just, no, it was really yeah. good. It wasn't as hard as yeah. Not that I thought it was going to be super hard in any of the regards. Mostly just the TV with the kids. I was like, Ugh, oh, it's totally. really nice That's to have like it things. Is. Yeah. Nice to fall back on that, especially on the weekends. And the That's weekends like, and yeah. the wintertime too. Yeah. It's like, we can't You're go like, outside. We they do? can't go outside and play. So it's like. That's good. I'm impressed because we usually leave our, we like let our kids watch something usually, especially <laughs> in the morning so we can sleep. But I, I kind of like the idea of like everybody does that, you know, the media kind of fast. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah, so it was good. It was really good. Awesome. Next cool. week, I work on Friday night, so we're not going to do it then. We'll have to 
We'll adjust. We'll adjust. We'll adjust. We'll have to adjust. Yeah. Maybe Saturday night. Yeah. But then I'm really tired. So sometimes yeah. I'm like, I just want to veg. I don't want to like sit and entertain my children. For yeah. Like right. Right. Hours. I know. I don't yeah. play games anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, mom, why are you falling asleep in the middle of our game? Yeah. Yeah. I know. And last night, Mike and I ended up, it was like, it was, Sabbath was over, but we were like, do you want to just play a game? Because we had found a really fun game and we call, play, it's called Quirkle. Oh, I, I oh, saw yeah. your post. Oh, right? yeah. My little, yeah, yeah. I posted yeah. a story. Yeah. Um, and it's really fun. It's actually fun for kids. It is fun. It's Quirkle? fun for, it's Quirkle. It's like Quirkle. Q-U-I-R-K-L-E. Okay. Um, And it's like a simple game, but you can get competitive with it with just adults or yeah. you can play no. with kids and kind of like, I can send you, send you the link yeah. later. It's, it's cute. Yeah. It's, it's really fun. fun. And, um, put all this stuff in the episode notes yeah <laughs> so quirkle super fun um and it's good Family for game. it's like a good kid and adult game like fun. kids can play mm-hmm. some like just like simple you don't have to be like crazy competitive mm-hmm. but mike is just like a really smart he's smart and like clever and he just like dominates at stuff like that <laughs> so we were just starting out and he was like getting so many points and i was like 6 and he's like 15 12 i'm like 4 i'm like oh my gosh of course why like, am i, why am I this playing this so too? annoying yeah, he's like is this going to be our first and last yeah. like you know match uh, together and i was like it might be probably <laughs> 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 That's I how I feel it. when I play games with Robbie. He wins uh-huh. everything. What is yeah, Ted? What is too. it? Very irritating. That's I don't like, know. Because we're all like super smart. So it's uh, not yeah, about right? that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. I don't know about that. I know. Well, when I was playing. Myself. <laughs> yes, you are. Speaking for myself. <laughs> when we played with his family. I felt like I at least had them on my side because Mike was playing and they were like, oh, there's Michael, like doing it. Oh. Like, you know, of course Michael's winning. Oh, Michael. They know him. Yeah. Yeah. He's Michael at their house. Yeah. Um, and so anyways, it's, it's just funny. Yeah. Bit. But I had no one on my side. It was just him like. Dominating. Glody smirking. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I look up to you both. Aww. I really appreciate you guys coming yeah, on. And thank you for having us. Yeah, so it's so fun. fun. It's so fun. And we've learned a lot about yes. you, you raising boys. Oh, yes. And so anybody who's thinking about raising boys or just for fun, they should yeah. listen to this episode. Yeah. Um, but and one yeah, thing, these are I guess such good things. If yeah, I go ahead. Just like totally. say one more thing. Yes. I think that sometimes in these conversations with like people who are talking just about boys or talking just about girls, I think they're there sometimes can be some like competitive, like talk mm. like, oh, well I have it harder because I have all boys or I have it harder because I have all girls mm. and the emotions are hard and this mm-hmm. and that. And I think like just one of the things that I always say, if like, I feel like sometimes if I talk about like, it's hard being a boy mom, it's hard having all this energy. Mm. I'm like, just the overarching, like common factor is like parenting is hard. Like mm-hmm. one kids, two kids, six kids, Mm-hmm. All boys, all girls, mix of both. I was like, parenting's hard and mm-hmm. challenging. And it's like, you have to walk it and figure mm-hmm. it out. And you, which is the cool thing. But for whatever reason, God gave me all boys and God gave Melissa all boys. Mm-hmm. So it's like, mm-hmm. there is some uniqueness and unique challenges that we face that other people don't. And there's other mm-hmm. challenges that are unique to those people that we don't have to, to you know, necessarily mm-hmm. walk. So, mm-hmm. um I think for mm-hmm. any girl moms listening out there, like we know that there is probably some like crazy stuff that you have had to manage mm-hmm. and deal with. 
and similar, similar challenges mm-hmm. just with girls with different mm-hmm. personalities. And so, I don't know. I yeah. felt like I wanted to also just like totally s- say that or talk yeah, about that's it. that's really good, Taylor. We'll get okay. some girl moms on here sometime. Yeah. <laughs> Your my mom. <laughs> yes. Yeah. My girls. You're up next, She'll mom. Story. Oh, oh, the wazoo. Yes. Yeah. five of you? Love it. Oh, yeah. Five, five. girls. That's that's that was its own five. special thing. Yeah. yeah. Totally. That's amazing. That's She's crazy. my hero. <laughs> yeah. Just five kids in general is oh totally. Oh my gosh, it's like my yeah. white flag is like raised high. <laughs> yeah, I can't, yes. like, I can't do it. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> so yeah, cool. Yeah, That's I great. Know. Yeah, thank you for that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's All right. Cool. Thank you guys. Yay. Thank Thanks you. One. Thanks for listening. See you next time. See you next time. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, leave us a review and click subscribe.